Are you thinking about building a house? Are you thinking about all the decisions you'll be making while you're building that house? Well, we have got some tips for you, and we're going to be talking about allowances, which is kind of like spending the builder's money. (laughs) We'll explain. So enjoy this episode of the Realtor Moms Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the Realtor Moms Podcast. I'm Tasha. And I'm Jamie. We're full-time realtors in the Fargo-Moorhead and surrounding areas, and admittedly average moms. This is how we sell homes. And try to keep our kids alive. Hello, everyone. Jamie and I here from Realtor Moms Podcast. Hello, hello. Yes, and we are going to be talking about an important time of the year in the real estate industry, and that's uh, new construction and how to spend the builder's allowance money. Right? So, yeah. It's 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 fun to spend somebody else's money. But, I mean, essentially it's your money, but it's the allowance amounts that we're talking about today. It's fun to think that you're spending someone else's money, but yes, at the end of the day. Uh, building a house is so much fun. It can be incredibly stressful. Um, but you know, if you're looking at wanting to customize some things and make a home truly yours and have those special touches, I think uh, there's a lot of builders out there that you know in our area we've got great options to choose great from. Great options, and lots of them provide either allowances or sometimes promotions which are basically dollars that are factored into the price that are um, allocated to you to make some choices with. Choices for uh, selections in a home and things to think about. And Mm -hmm. we really want to give people an idea of what are some smart areas to spend that money on? Exactly. So there, there's a, a million ways to do it. And it, it kind of depends, you know, some of these things are going to be like creature comfort things. Some of these things are going to be our recommendations for a better ROI or return on your return investment. Return on your investment, correct. Um, but, uh, but we've kind of put together a list for you on if it were us or based on what we've seen in our careers, yes. what we would suggest on how to spend that builder's money. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so take it away. What's one of your first things that you would recommend Okay, not this- to skimp on or to use some of that allowance money on? And, and this was very the very first thing that came out of my mouth, mm-hmm. and it is flooring. Uh-huh. Uh, flooring from, you know, that plank flooring or hardwood or, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. which hardwood isn't something we always necessarily agree Carpet with fibers. up here. Carpets. Padding. You know, padding. And, and w- you know, what makes sense mm-hmm. for you and how you live is part of it. Yeah. But, we had a little pre-recording discussion about this yes. because I said, what if they're getting a puppy? <laughs> so, but but ultimately, that is part of this discussion. Like knowing yourself and knowing what the next, you know, the first few years in this brand new home is going to look like for you. Maybe you're going to have three, four puppies, or <laughs> messy children, or <laughs> you know, it usually depends on what you're, you know, what you're expecting. But I, in that case, maybe you don't want to go for the the top of the line. You want to save some of that allowance and allocate it somewhere else. But in a lot of cases, I think in that case, what Tasha is really getting at is <laughs> well, I was uh, usually I would tell people, okay, go with the cheap car- carpet, but put the nice pad down. That yes. that maybe yeah. those dog, you know, oh, with the like the... doesn't like sink in and true. Like, you know, the, maybe you want to go That's that route. Very true. Or maybe if instead of being and this is very much out of style nowadays, you see a nice kind of solid flooring throughout on a main level nowadays but you know if 
you're like my husband and want that carpet in the in the living room, just yeah. go with an area rug. Oh yeah. Because it's better. Just better. Well, here's the other thing. If you cannot decide between hard surface flooring and carpeting in a common area or really in any space, right? Bedroom, living room, you can get almost any carpet that you've ever seen in your entire life edge wrapped and turn into a huge area rug exactly granted it's then going to cost you double right like don't don't get me wrong um and you're still going to need to buy a pad that's going to work for that new quote-unquote rug you just created but that is one good way of kind of satisfying both parties yes uh you know one thing to think about too now they have water resistant or waterproof flooring um so if mm-hmm. you could see LVPs, your peas yeah correct. luxury vinyl plank flooring it, yeah and, and and that might be a better option or you do have those animals that you think could scratch up a flooring mm-hmm. maybe you don't want to go with that hardwood because it doesn't make sense because it'll end up scratched right so you right. have to kind of take a look at how you live but i'm always a big proponent of really talking about a client's personal mm-hmm. how you know their personal lives and how they live and what that flooring choice would be best for their situation. Totally. And the last thing I'll say about flooring is it has a huge impact because it it, it is 25% of everything you see in your room. Correct. (laughs) So keep it relatively neutral. Probably not a great idea to go extremely wild or extremely trendy. Um, And uh, yeah. And what makes sense for the price mm-hmm. point of your home? That's always one thing I really want to yeah. point out with yeah. with everything you're looking at. What's the price point of your home? What is expected? And that's where Jamie and I can really add quite a bit of um, insight and help. And you bet. we do that all the time for our clients. So you're right. Um, can we talk about the kitchen for a second? Yes. So um, this is one of like when I was thinking about this, that's the first thing I wrote down is I would spend a lot of allowance money in the kitchen. And the this first is the heart of the home. It is. And it's like, you know, there's no secret that a lot of times people say, spend your money on kitchens and baths. And it's because it it makes sense. Um, Something I've been seeing people do recently is really look into maybe those larger than average appliances. Yes. Maybe they don't want to do a deep freeze in the garage or something. And so they want to do a bigger side by side, two separate unit refrigerator and freezer. Um, maybe they want to do like a little bit extra wide range so you can get a couple more burners or a larger oven or more cooking space. The reason you're going to want to really look into that, if that's something that interests you, at the time of the build is because that's going to change your cabinet outlay. Soon as you introduce larger than average appliances, you're going to need to consider redoing your cabinetry. Your tra- yeah, your cabinetry. So it's not something that's really easy to do later, I guess no, is, it is why not. I bring that up. It, it, that's a very important piece to this, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. to think about. Um, I'm going to talk about those creature comforts for a second since we're in kitchens. In the cabinet? Yes, I'm going to talk about <laughs> cabinetry upgrades. And sure. again, this is not something you'll definitely see in, you know, in terms mm-hmm. of return on your investment, but for how you live and what's comf- comfortable, yeah. you know, does it make sense to take those cabinets all the way up to the ceiling? Sure. Or, you know, do you yeah. need the space or do you want those pullouts in, in your cabinetry Mm -hmm. Um, a great option if you don't have room for a pantry correct Mm -hmm. do you you know what do you want for that those cabinetry upgrades that make sense for how you live Um, because everyone's lives are a little bit different you have to figure out what's going to make the most sense for you to make your life comfortable and will that make sense with the build build and and for the price of those upgrades so 
totally. Yeah, I love those ideas. Like the um, the custom spice racks and the you know utensil holders and all that stuff. It it again, like Tasha said, it doesn't necessarily maybe add value dollar for dollar right to the home. However, if it makes all the difference in the world to you on how you cook or entertain or enjoy your kitchen, and that's something that's um, again harder to do later, then uh, it's something to think about. Something you should think about. Correct. Yeah. My next big one was lighting, but probably not how you think. No, not how you probably think. So I feel like uh, maybe our listeners, the first thing when I say, yes, upgrade your lighting, they're thinking, great, enormous chandelier. And that's not, not what I mean. That's what she means <laughs> I don't actually mean the fixtures that hang from your ceilings or walls. I mean the options for lighting. Yes. So adding additional cans on separate switches so you can like adjust recess them. lights. Yes. Yeah, more recess lighting, um, dimmers, dimmers and layers of lighting under and above cabinet lighting. What about adding in the, you know, the wiring to mm-hmm. add fans into oh, the yeah. bedrooms? Into the bedrooms, right. And you don't necessarily even need to put that fan in. Say it's going to be a, a bonus room or spare room or, or whatever. Maybe it's a room above a garage. You might find out that, oh gosh, one day we decided to turn that into our workout room. And man, it would have been nice to have a fan in there. And and a lot of fans can be operated by remote now too. But gosh, if you've got some extra wiring in those walls, there's a lot more things that you can do with it just by kind of preparing for that at the front end during your build. So, but yeah, don't, my, my general recommendation is not to overspend on the actual individual fixtures because over time or even not too long after you move in, you may want to customize them a little bit more than, um, than right off the bat. Correct. And it can be super overwhelming <laughs> and get really expensive really fast. Really Lighting is beautiful. Fast. It is. Lighting is beautiful. <laughs> but it's an easier thing to do later if you've been smart on the front end with the wiring. I will say this. Just I've helped a lot of people build over the mm-hmm. last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And I will say time and time again, it mm-hmm. seems like the lighting allowance is never quite enough. It's so, never enough. So, That's so a just, great point. So, so maybe something to think about if you're, yeah. you know, Making sure you're planning for that appropriately. Yes, yes. I shouldn't say it's never enough, but so commonly it, it is a little bit shy. It's a little bit shy. So, uh, one thing I want to talk about mm-hmm. uh, is adding uh, height to your rooms. Oh, you yeah. know, think about yeah. that nine foot basement. Think about right. if you. Do so you, standard is eight. Yes. If you're do you want wrong. that eight foot, or do you want to extend that space? I find. Mm-hmm many times that that is you can't change it later you just cannot that would be a, 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 a near impossible near impossible yeah so this no, that's is a great this point. is one thing if you you know shoulda coulda woulda i wish we would have uh, me and my husband mm-hmm. would have added that height to our space but you know can't go back and change it it makes a huge difference you don't really think about it because it's above your head and it's an extra foot i mean not many of us are eight feet tall <laughs> But so, it adds, it just makes a space feel larger. Yes. And it gives you more opportunities to change your lighting. Again, <laughs> if you wanted that family room with a, you know, a light that isn't totally flush mount or you do a, a custom bar and you want a light that hangs down kind of over the bar area in your basement, I mean, pool tables, whatever. Having a little bit higher ceiling is just going to make the room feel bigger it's generally not super, super expensive, and it's worth every penny, every time, I yes. think. Or I vaulting think upstairs. Vaulting, too. Um, and that, that can get a little pricier, um, but look into it. Yeah, this is something you can't change later, and if it's mm-hmm. important, you know, this is something to really look into. It is literally buying wow factor. Correct. 
And who doesn't want to have that welcome inside, welcome home feeling um, when you walk in, I if, can, if can, it's reasonable. I can say every time I show one of, like, a three-level split and people walk into the main level, yeah, the kitchen, living room, dining double room, volume and ceilings. those double volume yep. ceilings, every single time I get a... Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, so, totally. So, um, along the same lines of that, windows. Don't skimp on your don't windows. Don't skimp on windows. And think about the direction of the sunlight, the morning light, the afternoon light, where you're going to be at different points of time in the house, where you're most most likely to be. Um, because again, windows are just one of those things that make it really, really hard to change later, or really expensive. I, I've to never change had later. someone come back and mm-hmm. be disappointed with the extra windows oh, that they gosh. put into a home. Totally. I've never had that happen. If anything, right. I've had more people come back and say, gosh, I wish I would have uh-huh. added more windows. Completely. Every single time. Yes. So. Right. No. And think about where you want them, not only from the way that it lays out on a plan, like a blueprint, but also in the like in the master bedroom. Um, where are you going to put your dresser or your chest of drawers or where are you going to hang your TV? So moving windows around or maybe doing transom or, or um, windows kind of up high so that you can still have a place to hang that TV or put that tall chest of drawers or that Correct. floor, you know, that those leaning floor mirrors that are super popular. Correct. Yeah, you want to allow for space for some of that too. And you can't always foretell what you're going to put in your room, but um, don't skimp on windows, don't skimp on light. That's a good one. One one thing <laughs> that I think is important to bring up is if let's say you have a two story home and you're not planning to finish the basement, mm-hmm. adding the sheetrock for mm-hmm. when you do finish mm-hmm. the space, or if yeah. you're going to put a tub shower combo like surround, surround unit in the basement Pro in the bathroom, tip. put it in before before you you know yes before so you finish your property. that is such a clever thought. So when you're working with your builder. Ask them, um, if, you're, if you're leaving some of the basement space unfinished, ask them about rough-ins, right? Like, uh, well, maybe it's it's just a good idea to have them do some of that plumbing work before the all the, the walls go up or all of the concrete is poured, so at least you know where things are going to be with the drains and maybe roughing in electrical. But yes, like Tasha said, bring that big behemoth one-piece shower booth and put it in. <laughs> if that's what you're going to need, those enormous fiberglass things. Put them in the space. Yeah, so have that way you're in. not having to figure out how to get it into or the basement later. beating up the walls with three of your neighbors, paying them with Bud Light, and, and, and bringing it down me, the stairs. And when you get old enough... <laughs> Your your neighbors are going to be. Your I don't like, know if beer is going go to be enough. Don't go talk to the since they're going to put you to work. I don't know if beer is going to be enough. Yes. You get old and your back hurts. I know. Or or and sheetrock, same thing. Sometimes exactly. your builder can work with you to get to get you even a count on how much you're going to need, and uh, and they can have it delivered. It's not like building products are getting cheaper. No, they're not. So if you don't finish this space for a few years, you'll save money. You probably have saved money. I, I mean, who knows, right? But we could be you're wrong. You're probably but. not going to end up spending any extra exactly so um i think i've got just a couple left um custom paint no don't do it don't do it don't do it you're (laughs) gonna change it faster than you know and it does cost a lot and it takes the builder extra time um reminder get a drain pan underneath your washing machine if it's not on the basement level in case that thing ever overflows. I don't care if it's a front loader, top loader, whatever. That few hundred dollar or maybe it's $500, I don't know, but that drain pan underneath your washer is going to save you a heck 
of a lot, lot of money of money if that thing ever ever leaks and you don't catch it until it's bleeding through the ceiling of the level below you. Trust me, you don't want to clean up that mess. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. What else? Um, floor drains in the garage. Well, yes, floor drains in don't the garage. Don't skimp on that. Don't. Um, you know, one thing to really think about: sump pump. Uh, if if your home builder doesn't mm-hmm. already do this, sump pump uh, bypass and backup systems for your sump pumps. You bet. And along with along those lines, is a radon mitigation system. It's mandatory in the state of Minnesota already. I feel like North Dakota is going to be on their heels. It's common. Radon eleva- is elevated quite often in our area just put in the mitigation yeah. it can be passive which just means it doesn't have a fan attached to it but at least you have all Get of the pipe work started. there yep. and you're ready to add it if needed totally um, and uh two more things zone heating zone and heating and air exchangers those are good ideas too thanks for listening Thanks so much for listening. If you liked what you hear, you can check out our library of tons more episodes on realtormomspodcast.com. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or just about anywhere you listen to podcasts. And please never hesitate to reach out. We would love to be your realtors. This podcast is produced by Realtor Moms Podcast, Jamie R. Swenson and Tasha Barrett, Park Company Realtors, 4170 41st Avenue South, Fargo, North Dakota. 